Any and all content used on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Under no circumstances shall the content by the artists or any contributors be construed as anything other than entertainment. The creators on this podcast will not be held responsible for any misleading interpretations of the content or music, which serves as no purpose more than for the form of entertainment. Enjoy the show. Oh, snap. We back in the building. What you talking? We back in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Come on. Bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Yes, sir. Ah, feels good to bring it in. You feel what I'm saying? We got to bring it in like such. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, a new episode uh, of the Black Men Win Podcast with your boy Tyler Pie We are here for another one. Oh, man, it's so good to do. Listen, I love doing these interviews. The more I do them, the more I love them, man. Real talk. But we here. I hope everybody's been been great. Hope your two weeks has been great. Um, hope everybody's been, you know, doing well over these last two weeks. Um, before we get into everything, be sure to like, comment, subscribe on the THC Media Network. Uh, we are now THC Media on uh, YouTube, so go ahead and check us out there. You can follow the podcast wherever you listen and watch uh, podcasts. Listen, I'm excited for this one, y'all. I'm excited for this one. Listen, we got a great interview today, okay? Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not, I'm gonna try not to do my 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 overly intro because I want him to introduce himself, you know what I'm saying? But I can't help it. You feel what I'm saying? Artist, producer, um mogul. We gotta call him a mogul. Um podcaster, producer, mo- actually no, multi podcaster and producer you feel me and the uh ceo and founder of the mpn network i mean one of the biggest media and event platforms in the jacksonville community please stand up and give a round of applause for my guy my homie mr al p my guy Hey, listen, before we get into anything, the way that you came in on that show. I was like, I love it. it I wouldn't, it's hey. like I wouldn't, but I don't expect anything less. But listen, brother, that, <laughs> I was like, I hope I'm on mute because he's. <laughs> You know how we got to come in. I was was laughing like crazy. I was like, I hope I'm on mute. Oh, definitely. But but you know how we got to come out. You know how we got. How you feeling, my guy? Man, listen, I'm I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm I'm glad to be on the show with you, man. We finally, this is is number one of like a million that we about to do. Absolutely. Number one of of millions and millions of shows that's about to be produced and and hosted. But man, um, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, Before we get into the um, the interview, I want you to kind of introduce yourself again to the uh, to the people at home and let them get a feeling of who Mr. Al Pete is. Cool, cool, cool. Well, listen, I appreciate the the, the warm welcome, uh, the intro that you did give. Mr. Al Pete, hip-hop artist, DJ, uh, 
music extraordinaire, uh, podcaster, multimedia guy, founder and owner of uh, Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood, one of the coolest cousins you ever going to come across, um, and one of the dopest neighbors you ever going to live next to. So that's me. And that is a fact. Let me let me just say that really quick. That is a fact. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> um, literally, Alp is is the man. You feel what I'm saying? Um, when I when I when I first got to know Alp, it was through again the content creators of color. Shout out to them. Shout out um, to the folks. Yeah. Shout out to the shout out to the crew. And um, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's something just about. My Florida guys, you feel what I'm saying? Just me being born from Florida and me being partially raised down there and having that spirit. I can just tell when I can, I, I'm going to get along with somebody off the rip. Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. me? And mm-hmm. Al was definitely one of those people. Um, so, like, just well equipped and versed within so many fields. You feel what I'm saying? Not just promotion not just music not just djing not just podcasting but i mean he's doing so and i'm like wait a minute you can't put one stamp on this man he's doing it all i mean it all like i was like i got i gotta i gotta sit him down and i gotta understand the process Mm. of what that looks like so al that's that's why we're here man but listen i want to i want to I, w- I want you to let us know. First off, what as as a, as a young buck growing up, mm-hmm. what 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 was the passion for you? What what was that 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 one thing that you really really wanted to do that may have stuck with you now, or maybe have changed along the way? What was that one thing that you were really passionate about as a young buck back then when you were growing up? The way music uh, made me feel. Yeah, the way music made me feel, just the 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 sounds of uh, different um, instruments, people's tones, uh, people's uh, speeches, all that stuff. Like those things really stuck out to me, and um, that's why I got into playing a uh, saxophone when I was in uh, elementary. I started in the, in, in the f- uh, fifth grade playing uh, the alto sax. I played piano, you know, like in the second or third, but just the way that that sound, the way that the music sound, mm-hmm. I was I was stuck to it. And that that's with me till this day. And it's crazy how I can remember sounds that I heard. I might not remember the song that it was or the mm-hmm. artist it came from, but it's been it's plenty of times I'll put myself in a in a in a hole and like I hear this sound and, and it makes it brings me back to when I was like, you know, in ninth grade or even nine years old. But just music in general, music, music, and then when I uh, got introduced to hip hop, mm-hmm. it was a, it was it was a rap. Then it was a rap. I was like, it was, it so was you mean true. tell me, you mean <laughs> tell me they got the jazz? They're they're fusing jazz with spoken word with like a uh, uh, a drum beat, right? And yeah, so it was just that. So hip hop really just grabbed me, and, and it, it still hasn't let me go. So that's what, oh, that's what Let me tell you something. The music part. I can t- listen. I I got put on real real quick. I'm late, mad late to 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 Mr. Al Pete being the the hip hop artist. I know him as the DJ. He's a phenomenal DJ. The hip hop artist though, let me tell y'all something. 
I'll put a clip out on Twitter, or I'm sorry, X, the app, formerly mm-hmm. known as Twitter. Sorry. They put it, he put that on that damn app. And I clicked that damn video. And Al is rapping, rapping. And what and, and here, li, listen to me. This ain't no this okay. This ain't no this this ain't what we hearing out here in these streets. He rapping. Like bars. Rapping, rapping. I was like, <laughs> no, like my whole face was like, er, like the what? Yo, and so I, I had to do my research, man. I had to do my research. And so I was like, yo, I got to know, like, what I just had to know, like, what, what and, and to know, like, the saxophone was one of those first instruments for you, the piano, oh, yeah. the, the the saxophone. Like, how long, how long did you um learn to play the saxophone? Uh, learning part? Well, I, I started in fifth grade, so. Mm-hmm. Can you still do like- it now a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I touch it from time to time for sure. Nice. Like I could jump. It's just like riding a bike, right. but um, you go through those different phases. But it was crazy because I felt like I was always like a step ahead when I learned. Right. Like when I learned step two, I was already looking at step three. Like, okay, well, how can I go ahead and not not speed it up, but just like I, it was already, I had already got the fundamentals of of, of two. But I, I had got two when I was in step one. If that makes sense. So I was always kind of like this ahead type of person i'm like what does this note do and it just you know i i thank the almighty for giving me that uh that sense of like looking at stuff and hearing mm-hmm. stuff and being like okay i can i can mimic this but instead of me mimicking it i want to make sure that i can read it on paper because I, you know i'm in school so i'm like mm-hmm. we in class we got to get a grade for it or i wanted to get scholarships and stuff like that so i had to learn it both ways but so i was all i was I'm, I, I was always still learning but by the time I got to like the seventh or eighth grade, I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Like, right. I, I had arrived." Yeah. So take me through when that when that first moment, because you said when hip hop came out, it grabbed you and it never let you go. So take yeah. me through that first moment where DJing became literally a part of your life. <laughs> it was funny because uh, I was with uh, my cousins and my brother. And some of my friends, we used to always throw parties. This is after, like, when we graduated from um, high school. And we uh, always used to throw parties. And I used to always be the person in front of the, the stereo. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a, the three-disc changer or the five-disc changer. Mm-hmm. And I used to always act like I was on the radio. I was I, I play a song. And then, you know, the you know people be sent down or whatever. Nine times out of ten, it was women. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> so you got my homies, you know, and... Yeah, you got all them doing their thing, and then me, I was just like the cool guy. Right. I was just like I was on the radio, and I switched the music and be like, "All right, we going to this da 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 da," and act like a, a radio personality. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I, I I used to always just be that guy, and then I won a thousand dollars from uh, the Dub Banks Morning Show. I was like the ninth caller. Oh wow! And then. And when I got the thousand dollars, I was like, either I can buy some clothes or I can go buy some DJ equipment. And I bought some DJ equipment, and and never looked back. And never looked back. I wow. never looked back. And I was in two thousand, two thousand and three. Yeah. Wow, Al. Two thousand three. So yeah. you and two thousand. And how old were you at the time? Two thousand three. Shoot. Was that twenty uh, years ago? Some forty. Well, it's all twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. Okay, so twenty three, twenty four, and at twenty three. Now, let me tell you, at twenty three, twenty four, if I had a thousand dollars, I 
I, it wouldn't be closed. It definitely, <laughs> it definitely wasn't the shit that I was wanting to do. Or I had dreams to do. Boy, I t- <laughs> we just gonna leave that there because that a thousand dollars. But you took that a thousand dollars and said, "Yo, instead of me going to get, you know, probably what I want to get, mm-hmm. let me really go and get what I want to get." You feel what yeah. I'm saying? That's going to be an event. And did you see at that? Did you have a? Did you have a? Maybe just a fabric of the imagination or inclination that you know, at that time when you were buying those DJ equipments, that it would turn into something like this. Not at all. Not at all. And let me throw another uh, another part in there too. So I had a son, and by and by that time, by twenty three, twenty four, mm-hmm. he was four or five, but. By that time, he was uh, up under my custody, so I was right. I was uh, the custodial parent, legal legal custodial parent. Like right. I had got so that so that's another dynamic as well. So of course, when I got a thousand dollars, I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at him. Oh I'm like, God. man, he. Yeah. I'm like he. I'm but by that time, he good. Like at that point, you know, everything was yeah, going he straight. To him, so. Ain't nothing. You know, what I'm saying you like, what can I do for my? And wow, single father at that time too, doing yeah, it by yourself. So, Right, so wow. it it would it was easy to kind of pivot that pivot right. to like let me just stay in the parent mode. But I was like, yo, this is a way that I could probably make some form of money, but I'm not sure exactly like how much money. But right, um, so that was another that was another thought. But I would have never thought that I would be like here because and I ain't gonna lie when when people started find out that I was DJing, literally like a year later. Like I was that guy. Like everybody was like, "Okay, I hear about this Al Pete guy. Who is this guy?" Mm-hmm. It went faster than any other lane that I'm in right now. So, and even to this day, like DJing is like the prominent thing. Like right. when people hear about me and whatever, they're saying DJ, and and I and I respect that. But I would have never thought that DJing would have carried me this far for sure, man. Because you DJ Al Pete, people know DJ Al Pete. Man, and I'm I'm thankful I'm knocking on every wood, man, because the, you know just just with the name alone, mm-hmm. it's not too much selling that I have to do if that makes sense. And I'm just very thankful. Like people come to me and say, "Hey, I've heard you heard your name everywhere," or you DJ my auntie's party, this and the third, and people are automatically like, "Yeah, we're gonna book you." And then they kind of give me free reign to to do what you want to do. Yeah, and I mean, even from weddings to 40th, like we have a small conversation and next thing you know, they're like, well, we we trust you on this. And sometimes a lot of people ask me like, well, what song do you think should fit here or fit there? And mm-hmm. I, so I feel good on that part too, because I'm not just a DJ. I'm actually like a, you know, a music consultant or whatnot and, and giving, and these are songs that that's you are. stick with people. That is a fact. Yeah. You are, yeah. you are a music consultant and that, that in itself is um is a, is a blessing because people trust your ear and your eye for music for sure you for know sure. what i'm saying like and you do you have a keen eye and 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 ear for music mm-hmm. you feel me and i'm like man this man can can we fly him in <laughs> shit you know, I know New York to the, to, you know, from New York to Florida, that's an expensive plane, but we'll, we'll try to get you. We're going to try to get you here. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would love, I would love to rock in New York. You know, you know, in my oh, days God, of music. Oh, God, it's so competitive up in this bitch, though. I'm not even going to lie to you. Really? Like, as far as DJ-wise? DJ-wise, I'm going to keep it a thousand. And happy birthday to hip-hop, right? But you know, mm-hmm. it, it, there is, and, and I, 
if you if you guys watch the um the 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 interview with Corey that we did um we talked about like there's 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 a sort of elitism here in New York especially when it comes to hip hop I understand it and I get it because literally hip hop is started in the Bronx I'm mm-hmm. I'm not taking that away from y'all right. what I think sometimes I have a problem with is New York's you know hip hop historians letting mm-hmm. others in the building mm-hmm. right whether that be DJs you know artists or you know execs or people who just want to find their lane in hip hop you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying at some point you're going to have to stop in the hip hop mecca which is here New York you're going to have to stop here so right. it's not to say it's competition but it's to say like there is a little bit of uh, I'm I'm a little bit better than you, and you can you can see it, you can see it, you can see it, and you can smell it, and it's and it's kind of weird. And I'm like, y'all got to stop that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, people who have been in this in in hip hop for a long time, and it's not just New York. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just New York. It's from the South. It's from the East Coast, West Coast. It's it's everything mid like Midwest. Like it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I would love for you to come to New York though, and and, and bust and I bust one. I would love it too, man. Because uh, I mean, even growing up, like the music that I gravitated to was uh, New York music. Exactly. So that's, like my, that's like my first foundation. Mm-hmm. I mean, even you know, respects to Florida, everywhere else, but like New York was always like the music I played. Exactly. So I just think with Dad, I would have not an advantage, but that advantage. Like, okay, well, he know his music, but I understand the the, uh, the elitist part. For sure. I do. I understand it. I get it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. Y'all got it. I ain't even gonna argue with you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna say you let him have it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I ain't even about to argue with y'all about it. Man, I, listen, me and, <laughs> me and Corey, shout out to Corey. We had a great episode and we argued about it the whole time. And I'm like, wow. It was great. And I was just like, man, I get it. I understand where y'all. I I get it because it started like when they say it started here. He made me understand that it really started here. Like we had to walk through the trenches and go. Oh, he was on that tip. Oh, he was on that type of time. So I was like, "You, hey, big dog, I, I ain't walked through no trenches to go get no. You know what I'm saying? No Wu Tang. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't do that. I ain't do that. So." Yeah. But um Al, talk to me about the Mr. Um uh Mr. Pete uh Mr. Peterson uh network. Okay, the NPN oh, network. Yeah, uh, um talk to me about Mr. Peterson's uh neighborhood LLC. Um when did you guys start? Because now from what I've seen and just being a fan of the network, um NPN is one of if not the um you know biggest kind of network slash promotions or production companies in the in the Florida area. Definitely in the Jacksonville area to me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean we yeah, we making noise for sure. Um so it started so Mr. Peterson's neighborhood was a, a idea that started um I was doing some work with a crew and um we kind of you know we parted ways or whatnot. And um, I was just kind of stuck. Like, I don't know what to do. What's next? This and the third. And mm-hmm. I had a, a good friend. Uh, Shouts out to MJ Baker. She and um, she and another friend was like, 
You know, just start your own thing. And people have been hitting on saying start your own thing. And when they and when they mean start your own thing, meaning like, you know, you're a DJ, you're a hip hop artist, but have some type of community that you can start. Mm-hmm. So uh that's how the mm-hmm. Mr. Peterson neighborhood came about. And uh so we were very known for throwing parties, throwing events. Um and it just it was like it was really cool if it was like warehouse parties. So the warehouse parties right. was very different from what was going on um around the town or whatnot and after the years passed by you know it, it just picked up and i was like look i just want to kind of solidify this a little bit more mm-hmm. so i don't want to just be a, a party throwing uh crew or whatnot mm-hmm. that's you know let's 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 make it to like a media company mm-hmm. because we're basically promoting ourselves we're creating the content we're doing um multimedia things right so I, and, and i've always had interest in so outside of music, my next favorite thing is media and mm-hmm. how what communications. So and it, I just love how communication works, right? How information flows, all that stuff, like how it gets to uh, receive or stuff like that. I mean, you're a communications brother, so absolutely, you, you understand that completely. So that was right. always fascinating to me how the news would work all the way up to like rap cities and all that stuff mm-hmm. and how that functionality works. So I was like, yeah. I want let's this is make this is make you know Mr. Peterson's neighborhood that, and so I shortened up Mr. Peterson's neighborhood to MPN just to have that kind of like simplistic bold feel to it, right? And um and we just started running from there. I built a website, MLK Weekend twenty nineteen twenty nineteen, yeah, yeah twenty nineteen, nice. and then well, next how, thing you know we long, just got podcasts. How long were y'all? B- well, before the how about we say before kind of the establishment of MPN, right? How long was MPN actually like, you know, doing its own, you know, multimedia? How long was that part for? You so know, throwing the was, parties and every, or like, you know, really becoming a household name within the Jacksonville community. Yeah, that was that was 2012. 2012 oh, wow. is when we when we when we kicked it off cuz I had released the album uh, Fish in the Forest in 2012. Wish that's oh, that's gonna be 11 next week. 11 okay. years, congratulations! 11 years. Yeah, thank you, man. So we released that, and then we were just doing parties, and then um, that's when Fly Socks and Tees mm-hmm. started. Uh, that event, uh, the Groove Suite started there as well. Um, yeah, tw- uh, so 2012. That's when everything started kicking off. And then, like 2017, I was like, there needs to be a shift. Yeah, let's 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 uh kind of like litigated or whatever, and then 2018 was the year kind of like ideals, kind of like let things hit us, and then 2019 I was like, yeah, let's let's get to it. Wow! So not only are you still doing the parties, right? Fly socks and tees and everything like that. Not only are you yeah. still bringing some of those back, but you have now incorporated like podcasts, your music into mm-hmm. now live radio shows live podcasts that have been award-winning, I might add. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. The Tables Might Wobble, one of my favorite shows to listen to. You Thank feel you, me? Man. Um, Thank you. Talk to me about creating this hub of amazing shows with some very dynamic and great um, hosts that are on those. Uh, talk to me about some of the you know, creation in that and, um, you know, how, how you guys went about that. So 
I don't know if I said this before. I mean, if I have, cool. But now, I, I tell people all the time, outside of podcasting, I was like, outside of me being on the interview of podcasting, that mm. I did not want to do podcasting. I, I was like, I just want to listen to it. I don't want to get involved with it. Nothing like you that have told all. me that you like. You just want to okay. be in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just wanna, okay, cool, cool. I don't want to be on them. And we've talked about this off the mic yeah. too. Like we, we are the type of people. Like yeah, we, we on the camera a lot and we on the mic a lot. But we, if it was for us, we would have somebody background. else in this seat. We would be background. running the board, running the camera, and like that would be our dream. Right, Literally. right, and just and just make the vision, and, uh, yes, make the vision more prominent. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, because we'll be able to see things a lot easier and exactly. better, exactly, and be like, all right, instead of doing this, do that. that exactly. You know, and so I'm one of those guys, but nevertheless, we got into the podcasting world, and um, I had a friend, shouts out to Hendrix Monet. She, me, and her talked the whole year. I mean, I've known her for a long time, but like that whole year, 2018, we were talking about. You know, podcast and this that because she was doing it podcasting with somebody else, mm-hmm. and then um, I I started a podcast. Well, okay, this is what happened. Shouts out to Adriana Sequel. She was going to record a podcast, mm-hmm. and the studio had like flaked on her, and I had like a studio spot, and so I was like, well, let's just record at my spot. That was the first time ever I had brought somebody into my area to do that. Mm-hmm. So I started. I I. I just started producing her show, and then one of my other homies, Chief Rocker, got uh, he asked me to produce his show. So I started producing his show, and so I brought Hendrix Monet in. It was like, all right, there's three podcasters. All right, let's just make this a thing. And I was like, let's just kind of you know solidify it. Mm-hmm. So then that's what that's how the podcast network became that. Mm-hmm. And then um, on top of the Groove Suite, and so more and more people started jumping on the podcasting world, and I just was like seeing the the the, the ideas through mm-hmm. and um and of that you know you're thinking like okay well i have this type of show i got this mental health show over here uh, i got sports over here i got um <laughs> you know marijuana over here yep, yep. sports over here uh entertainment over here i'm like okay well I, i'm missing some components but at the same time too it gave me a, a an option to try out like what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and get into it from like a narrative standpoint. Mm-hmm. Cause we had the other podcast that was just specific, you know, specifically like just general, you know, respectful conversations, cut on the mic, talk, have a conversation, cut it off. But I was like, I want a diverse uh, NPN network and have the narrative podcasting and the ones that, you know, the little more serious, the, the right. political. Ones. Um, so that was just an option for me to get into the narrative part. And I was like, I really want to like talk to people and let people know how DJing is. And this is a great way for me to tell a story without just getting on the mic and just complaining or even, you know, rejoicing over what was going on. So uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of NPR radio and those styles of uh, documentary mm-hmm. shows. So I just sat down and just, and, and went to it. I just wrote it and recorded it. And then, um, you know, that's, how we got it out there. And, I, and I, I did it from the way that I, I saw that it would, you know, that right. I saw it would be. Um, and I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm proud that, that I stood to my guns on that because when people hear it, they hear me. They don't hear like this other type of person. It's, it's, right. it's straight up me. It's no, 
no voice changing, nothing like that at all. And I think people, I try to be authentic as possible to people. So hearing them as well as people thinking, okay, well, Al's a great DJ, but he's like telling us a story like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we tuned in. So um, I saw the power of that and I'm just ready to like do more of them type of shows for sure. How many shows right now does the NPN Podcast Network have right now? So actively we have uh, seven. Whoa! Seven at- <laughs> seven listen if i could find oh my god listen i if i could find uh somebody that is a split image of me or <laughs> somewhere remotely i would i would make them like a a, a podcast manager as well and then yeah. i would probably just bring more in yeah i would bring more in for sure no i hear that seven seven yeah. shows that you're managing you know, maybe one or two or three that you're hosting. Like that is that is dope, Al. Like you're yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm hosting I'm hosting two. And then the rest of them are like And um, then they on your network. Like that is that is amazing. Yeah. Like when y'all go yeah. to the NPN network um um NPN networks um um uh, website, like mm-hmm. literally it's it's again, it's not just promotion, it's not just media it's all of it like it's a hub it's a production company to me for me that's exactly what i what i felt like it's a production company it's media it's entertainment it's it's you know parties also it's djing right it's it's putting every element of you into that um what would you say because i'm glad you're on this show i'm glad i'm glad we got this conversation listen brother we i i I don't know if we're gonna touch on this or not Probably gonna be on a, on another episode or whatever, but we definitely need to like have a specific conversation about running a network and how you know how that looks. Like, I, oh yeah, I that's feel like, that's definitely a separate combo. We definitely okay, gonna have to have that okay. that because yeah, we we gotta have that one. We got running have a that network one. is people think that shit is easy, and I'm like, oh, ha, okay, <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. I'll be up to like. Two in the morning, you feel right? Me? Like, nah. And, and, and going through your whole day with all these thoughts that you want to like spill on paper, or you have to hold them back because you're like, look, if I if I put this on, if paper, I put it out, it out too out, early, I got. Now, <laughs> if I put it out too early, then it's. But if I put it out too late, right? Just put it out. Just put it out. No, because it's all about time. But that's definitely gonna have to be a conversation for. We, I'm definitely gonna have to write that. Up on my yeah. docket. Um, talk to me because the podcast space and just um, is getting a you know oversaturated. Of course, uh, we yeah. knew that was coming. It was coming. Um, talk to me about you know what what would you tell um, new and up and coming podcasters uh, like ourselves? Well, not like ourselves because we're not becoming anymore. We're way past that point. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we, 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 we are here. <laughs> way past that point. We are here and feeling it. We are way past that point. But talk Absolutely. to me. Talk to me about those new up and coming podcasters who are just getting off their feet, who are you know thinking that this is going to be an easy go. You know that this is not going to require any work. Talk to them and let them know what what would you what what would you tell them in that in in that retrospect study study well actually hmm. find out the reason why you want to be in podcasting figure that out first and foremost amen to that 
do you want to do you want to get into it to generate some funds yeah okay fine study if you want to do this to have a good time you still gonna have to study you have to and i say study and research that's like the the number two part um even with the funding part let's just say you want to get into it for some money you got to find out ways to you know the the avenues to go down to make money facts and so i mean but regardless you're gonna have to find out exactly how you why you why you doing this and then even if it's for uh leisure or for business you're gonna have to research you're gonna have to research and you have to study uh the climate of it because the climate is 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 forever changing it's 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 so wild wild west right now to mm-hmm. where it's crazy like and i feel like it's getting more and more on the wild west when you bring in uh, monetization rules, or or even the AI aspect of things, like you really gonna have to, you really have to study for that stuff and research it, and then understand that, you know, it might be a situation where it might not happen overnight. I mean, I don't think you should go in any situation thinking something's going to happen overnight, because um, I don't know, just the laws of the land ain't gonna ain't gonna happen. Now, if it does happen right. overnight. You better hope you did enough research and stuff to make it work. But um, definitely just research, find out exactly why you want to be in it, and understand that this is a this is kind of like a long game, uh, not even a sport. It's just a long game journey that you're going on. Those mm-hmm. are the thing. Those are the three things that I would tell new podcasters. And I, I I would say the number two is like the all of them are important. But the way I feel right now, I would say number two is like the main main thing. Right, you got to research. You got to listen to other podcasts. I, you know what? I hear so many podcasters. Mm, podcasters you got to say that last part one more time so they can hear you. What's you, that? <laughs> you got to listen to other. Yes, podcasters. yes, you have to. And I, like, oh yeah, so that that rolls into what I was about to say. But like, I don't. I, I don't. I, for me. It's impossible for me to not f- listen to other shows, and I know I, I'm busy as all I do. Just not the third, but I, right. I, I, I listen. I, I scratched all surfaces to find to see what's out there, mm-hmm. and and like you have to listen to to see, you know, what makes them different or what stands out and all this other stuff. But you're gonna have to listen to some other shows. I think we to. wouldn't have got where we are, and continue to grow how we're growing. If we didn't. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? We didn't, like, if we would have stayed at the same place that we were, you know, you 2018, me damn near the same year. Like, if we didn't, if we, if we stayed at that same juncture and stayed Mm -hmm. at that same spot and it's 2023, I don't think we would be sitting here having this conversation. Not at all. You understand what I'm saying? So it took a lot of growing pains. I know for me, it took some growing pains. Right, took some a lot of growing pains, a lot of failed attempts. Mm. You feel me? A lot of failures. It took some L's. I'm not afraid to say that. Took some L's on the road. That's fine because the L's turned into dubs along the way. Absolutely. You feel Absolutely. me? And now we here. So and we continuing to grow. So that like I I can't I can't stress that enough to y'all as podcasters. Especially y'all coming into the realm. Yeah. And let me stress this too. Even if you a celebrity, okay? For real. No, no, for real. 
I'm dead ass. I don't care if you have a big name. I don't care if you feel like you can put money behind a podcast. Right. I'm gonna let you know now. It ain't that much money in podcasting right now. Okay. The money is dwindling and it ain't going to you. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm telling you that from somebody, from two people who know the industry and the business. So it's like you have to mm-hmm. make sure you're in it for as as Al said, you have to make sure you're in it for the long haul. Cause this is this is a long game that we play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a short game. A lot of y'all can get in for the short guy. Listen, Al, I seen a lot of people early in my podcast career. Early. Man, they saw me getting 50 episodes, 60 episodes, 100 episodes. And this is early in my career. Early mm-hmm. 100 episodes. And they would ask me, Ty, how are you sustaining? What are you doing? Um, I'm coming and I got a docket. Right, that I've produced up my topics. Yep, and I come to the show ready to go. Whether that was on my laptop or I'm here on this mic, right. I was. I came every week. I was consistent every week. And when I saw that and, and saw people getting the podcasting, yo, after five, six weeks, five, six episodes, ah, we're done. We can't do this. Ah, mm-hmm. we're done. Yeah. Why y'all don't ask for help? Mm. I feel like that a lot. Of, like, yeah, it's that pride part. We we are afraid that to pride. ask for help. Mm. I know the people I've helped, and I see what they're doing, and it's amazing. You feel me? I don't. Mm. I don't sit here and be like, you gotta, you gotta pay me to get you. No, if you need help, I got you. Mm-hmm. So is it, it? I'm glad you said that because that 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 hit a, that that definitely struck a nerve for me because I think a lot of people definitely need to if you're stepping into the this podcasting as a new podcaster, um, definitely have to research and definitely have to listen to other podcasters. It's it's, it's yeah. Let let me let me throw in there real quick since since you mentioned the last part, but like you know, for us people that that help, right? You know. Don't don't take that for granted, please. Don't don't take it for granted. Don't waste our time. Oh, facts. Because yeah, because oh, you know, facts. like it's a labor of love that we're doing this. Like we're obviously doing this because we see the bigger picture and the long haul of what this could be. You know what I'm saying? And for us to be, you know, standing in, in this um in this podcasting world and, and have a a piece of the ground of what's going on. For us to extend that to to the newcomers, like we just ask for y'all to just really respect it and and you know take it in for what it's worth. But if if we right here helping and giving a labor of love on that, like please don't waste our time because we can we we can be using a lot of that energy towards stuff that we got going on mm-hmm. and we you know it, it's so many ideas and thoughts and values that we're trying to like continuously um, uphold. But you know we got people that just don't. That come in and be like, oh, I'm just gonna try to, you know, Joe Rogan or Joe Button this thing, and don't care about people that's actually giving you the wisdom to get to that point. Right. I think that's I think that's a slap in the face, and uh, I just want people to be a little bit more considerate for people that help and, and um, mindful. give love. Yeah, for sure, for, for sure. sure. Uh, LP, yeah. last question I got for you: What does black men win mean to you when you hear that phrase? Let me know what is off the top of the dome. What does that mean to you? Black men win. Yes, sir. That that means that we're able to 
being our, you know, be comfortable in our skin and be be comfortable in the, in the thoughts that we have. Um, a lot of black men, I mean, including myself to to a certain degree, we feel that we can't be comfortable in our skin because of that uh, adversity that could possibly come, regardless mm-hmm. if it's about women or uh, politics or the direction that we go to find success. Mm-hmm. Um, we some of us feel like shut in that we can't really speak our minds and and you know a lot of us don't feel like we we're heard all the time right so for for black men to be comfortable in their skin respectfully be comfortable in their skin mm-hmm. and to just thrive as this this person and then having a, a a community around you or family or friends around you that that help you be that person mm-hmm. that's like winning that's definitely like that's black man winning. And I feel like when a man realizes that aspect, they can go in th- and conquer the world. Absolutely. They, they, get, they can conquer the world with no problem. And they like, okay, you know, I got to go out here and deal with this, that, and the third. Right. But I know when I come home or I, you know, I get good. that phone yeah. call, that take, everything's fine. Or I can go to my, you know, I mean, we can go to the content creator color. We can go to our tribunal and everything's fine. You know right. what I'm saying? It's so that's that's the definition of like off the dome like black men winning just being very comfortable and 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 i scan for sure absolutely al p ladies and gentlemen (laughs) al p let the people know where they can follow you where they can find you all the link well we'll have all the links in the you know in in the bio and in description below but let them know where they can follow you and all the uh, social media handles and all that good stuff and indeed all right so before i do that I really want to give a shout out to you, my guy. Oh, Lord. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you already well, no, you ain't know this coming, but but I keep this brief. It's like how you kept my my intro brief. <laughs> but listen, my guy Ty is like uh, one of the many people, one of the few. I say one of the few that's really out here honing the skills and setting the 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 standard for like how podcasting should flow and how media should flow. Wow. And I've loved, I've loved seeing his work. I love when he, I love when you get quiet, when you get quiet, I'm like, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, cause I know when you come back, it's going to be like, it's going to be one, we two, three, get, four. Yeah. And, and yeah. I love that, man. And I just, I I just want to say, I respect you, I appreciate um, you man. for the work that you do meet both of us sharing the space of, just brothers and as well as uh, uh, owners and founders Absolutely. of our, our companies, man. So I just want to give you major shots out to that. And, you know, any any help that you need from me, brother, it's without a doubt, no question. I, I got you. Oh, man. All oh, love. Thank you, brother. <laughs> All right. That, so now, now, I can, now I can give my <laughs> socials. <laughs> you got it. Right. So um, the, the, all roads lead to... Uh, uh, MrRalP.com. So if you go to MrRalP.com, on there you can get to my Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all that stuff. And if you, as well, you can go to MPN-LLC.com. You can go there and check out the podcast shows, all the stuff that we got going on, the music, um, interviews, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that will take you to MPN's social medias as well, which is MPN Management. So um, go to the websites first, and then they'll guide you everywhere else. And there you go, the Mr. Al P, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Al, 
again, first of millions of shows that we will be doing oh, in the next man, brother. fourth quarter we, and beyond. Trust me, we have so much. We got a lot of conversations to talk man, about, man. As, we listen, have so as, much. Black, as black men in this space, well, yes. we got a lot. <laughs> we some specials are about to be coming y'all way. Y'all get ready, Absolutely. man. But listen, we appreciate Al for coming on the show. And um, thank you so much, brother. We um, are excited to see what you're about to, you know, just bring us in, in just the next months and years to come, brother. And we and we definitely are fans of you. I know I'm a fan of you. Um, just not on just the podcast tip, but just universally a fan of you, Mr. Absolutely. Al P. You are tremendously talented. And we just, again, want to give you your flowers and a round of applause. You feel me? Because that's Mr. Al P, ladies and gentlemen. You feel what I'm saying? My God. Yeah. All right. So listen, Mr. Al P, thank you so much for tuning in and joining us. And listen, thank y'all for tuning in and joining in. Listen, if y'all want to check out some of our past interviews, please go to um, the Black Men Win podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts via audio. That is on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there too. And you can subscribe to the podcast uh, network, the THC Media Network right here on YouTube. All right. Uh, we'll be back with another interview. And um, yeah, this has been another one. <laughs> Y'all be easy, stay breezy, stay out them streets. It's getting cold outside. Hot boy and hot girl summer is over. All right? Y'all be good. Peace. Ah.